0: What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, welcome back. And if it's your first time, don't be afraid. Just know that we are to set off on a journey together for some self-reflection, some introspection, self-care. Basically, what we're aiming to do here is just become better versions of ourselves by talking through our emotions and our feelings, breaking down those walls and communicating what's going on inside our hearts, inside our heads, what we're dealing with as far as the struggle every single day. What I want to talk about this week, man, today today's loaded, <laughs> okay? Today's loaded, and it's going to be a little bit more clinical this week than usual you know usually I like to do things in a a non-clinical from my perspective sort of way but I gotta introduce some things this week to sort of I guess lay the foundation and the groundwork for a lot of things okay so I've been struggling this week there's been some a lot of stuff just going on in my head with things I've been dealing with recently and things I've been dealing with before. Some of which kind of deal with this podcast and creating this podcast and promoting this podcast and trying to get people to listen to this podcast, which work against some of the very reasons I started this podcast. But because of how I am, because of the way my mind works and operates Some of it has become problematic for me. Now. The key is that I acknowledge. That it exists. And I try to work against it. I try to work to counter it. I try to work to negate it. In the past. I wasn't quite aware of why. Why these things were happening. And why. Why they led to some self-destructive behavior. And so, this week was a challenge for me in putting together this particular podcast because there's a number of topics and ideas that I want to tackle, but they all sort of weave in and out and through each other. There's a number of things that are all connected. And so, where do you start? Do you start at the end? Do you start at the beginning? Do you start somewhere in the middle? And sort of jump back and forth in the hopes that it makes sense? I hope it'll make sense. Once we start where we're at right now, Because I think this will help lay the foundation for me and for many of you. As we sort of navigate some of the things that we do and really get at the core of why we do them. So what this week we're going to talk about is love languages. Uh, I know, the collective sigh and groan ranges out. And I know, I, I'm not trying to, I, I don't want to, I don't want this podcast to sort of go into just like clinical psychobabble to a certain degree. But Love Languages is, look, it's a new concept to me. It's been out there for a while, but it's a new concept, at least to me. But I found that it is incredibly helpful in determining what I need, what my needs are, as well as what the needs of other people are, to sort of ease any sort of communication difficulties that exist. But also to to get back the things that I need from somebody else. To feel loved, to feel wanted, to feel desired, to feel seen, to feel heard. To feel that they get me. And the love languages initially was sort of conceived with how you communicate with a romantic partner. But what I have found is that they can be expanded further out beyond just your romantic intimate relationships. Can be expanded out to your friends, out to your family out to your co-workers or acquaintances. Anybody that is in your life that you feel a closeness to or a bond to that you want to build upon love languages are important because once again you're figuring out, How to express love for someone else while also communicating with them the love you need to get back. Now, the concept was initially introduced by Gary Chapman. There's a 1992 book, it's called The Five Love Languages How to Express Heartfelt Commitment to Your Mate. You can read it if you want, it's pretty breezy. But it, it gets pretty deep into what, what they are, what each language is. And so what I'm going to present to you here is, is the five love languages, what they are, and then we'll sort of get into what I discovered mine is. And how some of this can be problematic, but also how it can be extremely helpful. Now, you could take, there's tests and quizzes online. And and look, let's just take a pause here before we even get into that. Just even ask yourself, do you know what your love language is? Do you know the love language of other people? And if the answer to that is no, it's okay. I mean, if the answer is yes, like good for you. Like you're one step ahead of the game. You're 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 further ahead than where I was. But if you don't It's not a knock. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Because this is where we're going to open that door. So there are tests and quizzes online that you can take. You could just Google it. I mean, just Google Love Languages. You'll come up with it. I think if you just go... uh, Yeah, I think if you just go to like 5lovelanguages.com... Like you take a test. And it'll just ask you questions. And and look, here's the key. Okay? Here's the key to the whole thing. Is you have to be honest about who you are. This isn't performative. And it's not, let me take what I think is the best answer. Or what the test wants me to answer. There is no right or wrong answer. There's only your answer. It's like if you take a personality test. There is no right or wrong answer. And, and you shouldn't take... You shouldn't give answers to questions based off of the premise of what will make me look the best. There is no looking the best here. There's just who you are and what you need. And that's what the tests are supposed to help sort of narrow down and determine for you is what love language is yours. What love language do you speak that you need others to understand so that they can speak it back to you? So if you don't know what your love language is, I would highly recommend that you try to find out. You don't have to do it right now. You can do it after this podcast is done. Right after this episode. But if you don't know. Find out. Because once you do. Then you'll have a better understanding. Once again of what you need. And what you need to give. So let's start by going through what some of the love languages are. What they mean, what they represent. And how they speak to you. Maybe you won't need the test. I mean, look, you should take the test or the quiz. (laughs) It'll give you a better sense. But as we go through them, there may be something that pops in your head. Say, hey, hey, yes, that's kind of me. Or, oh, no, that's definitely not me. And you also shouldn't pick one. Like, you don't really, you don't choose one. It's not like, it's not like Hogwarts. You're like, I feel like being a Gryffindor. Mm, No, that's not how it works. I mean i guess i guess you go and take the test and the sorting hat goes on your head and it's like well this is what you are but so let's go through them because up until earlier this year i didn't know anything about love languages like i said and i took the test and i was like hmm yeah that, this absolutely makes sense to me <clears throat> and some people it's not like a horoscope some people take the astrological signs and they're like, oh, no, well, this is me. And, you know, there could be some truth to it. But sometimes then they wedge themselves into the astrological sign. Well, no, I am definitely Sagittarius. And they wedge themselves in and then they try to look for things in their life to further support that. This doesn't really work that way because you'll just find that... You do the things that this says you do. So let's get into the five love languages, okay? And what it is that they are. So the first one that I'll bring up is quality time. Okay, quality time is a love language. Now, quality time focuses very much on intimacy, And I don't mean intimacy like sex. Although, who's complaining about that? But intimacy is more uh, one-on-one time that's important. Quality time that's important. Uninterrupted, focused conversations. People aren't on their phones while they're chatting with you. You enjoy spending time with them. Doing small things together creating special moments. Maybe you take a walk. Maybe you put a puzzle together. Maybe you just play a board game. You enjoy spending quality time without outside interruptions or distractions with others. And those direct interactions, receiving that one-on-one attention or even in a in a small group setting, receiving that attention or that quality time environment that fulfills you. Okay, so that's one lo- love language. Another love language is physical touch. Once again. Not entirely revolving around sex. But physical touch means. Uh, body language. And, and nonverbal touch. To communicate feeling. Means you like hugs. You like kisses. You like cuddles and snuggles. Those things. Make you feel good. Make you feel wanted. Make you feel desired. Those intimate moments. That form of intimacy. Speaks to you. And granted. Those people are struggling right now. Hugs. Kisses. Cuddles. Snuggles. During coronavirus time. People are in a hard place right now. And I feel for them. Because their needs are not being met. but So that's another love language. So we have quality time and physical touch. Next love language that we're going to touch upon is receiving gifts. You like to get things. Receiving a material item. Makes you feel loved. It shows a thoughtfulness. Somebody was thinking about you. They said, hey, I think that they'll like this. There's a thoughtfulness to it. You're grateful for receiving those things. For having... For having a a presence in someone else's mind. That they thought of you when they saw this thing. They knew that you would enjoy it. They got it for you. You get... Fulfillment out of having this thing. You enjoy getting this thing. And and the meaning that went into receiving this... It. This piece. This widget of sorts. And you're grateful when those things happen. Because it means somebody was thinking of you. And they didn't just get you something. They got you something that they knew you would like you would enjoy they read your mind and that means a lot to you they the presence of mind to think of you and associate this thing with you so much so that they knew they had to get it for you to have And it makes you feel like a priority. Okay. So we have quality time, physical touch, receiving gifts. The next love language is acts of service. This is one that I found out was, um, this was my wife's love language and it made a lot of sense to me after you know really dug deep and found out that this is my wife's love language because this speaks to what my wife needs from me An acts of service means that you want to help you want to help lighten the load. You want to help do things to make their life easier. And it doesn't necessarily mean, you know, taking out the garbage. Or washing the dishes, although it can. But it means you take it upon yourself to do things, to accomplish things. Tasks, actions. That are Helpful. And you do it without being asked. Because you know that it means something to the other person. And they don't have to nag you or ask you 50 times or whatnot. You just go, well, I know... That if I... Clean the kitchen... Tonight... While everybody's asleep... When they wake up in the morning, they'll be appreciative... Of the fact that it's clean because they like a clean kitchen. And it really wasn't that much for me to do. But it shows my appreciation for them. By taking care of this thing that then they don't have to do themselves later. Okay, so that's another, that's the fourth love language. And these don't go in any order. This is just the order that I'm picking. So we have quality time. We have physical touch. We have receiving gifts. We have acts of service. And then we have the fifth love language. This is my love language. And that's words of affirmation. That is receiving encouragement, affirmation, appreciation from others. And it doesn't mean they're sitting around kissing your ass all the time or telling you how great you are. But it means a lot for somebody to tell you that they love you or they appreciate you. Or they're grateful for you, or they're thankful for you, or they're proud of you. It's positive verbal reinforcement. And those words mean a lot to you because typically they're not words that people just dish out all the time. And if they do, you see through when it's fake. But when you receive them, you know that you're being recognized and appreciated. Your effort. Your time. Your actions. And until I... discovered the words of affirmation was my love language I struggled with why those things meant so much to me because they always have and yet i always feel as if they've been in short supply in my life you know it's easy for for your parents or immediate family to tell you that you know they love you it's almost a given and granted, there are some people who aren't as fortunate to have that in their life, and I feel awful about that. In my life, it's been okay. I haven't had a struggle to, to hear I love you from my family. But I can tell you, honestly, that, at least in my relationship with my dad, and I'm proud of you, has been a tough, a tough get. And it's not because I don't think that he isn't. And I understand as a father myself, sort of wanting the best for your kids and pushing them to a certain degree beyond where they're at in the hopes that they'll achieve more. And I feel like my dad did that with me. You know, pushing, wanting better, striving for better. Trying to hold me accountable for higher. You know, wanting to raise the bar. But I've had... I've run into those sorts of relationships in my life on other occasions as well for people who seem to have trouble recognizing what you did not as necessarily being good enough or sort of settling like that being it but you know everybody's personality types are different and so when you get a a B plus on a on a paper or a test or whatnot. When your love language is words of affirmation, uh, you know, questions of why didn't you get the A, it hurts. It's a sinking feeling. And not that you didn't want the A, or you don't want to examine how to get it, but a good job on the B+, goes a long way, because of the positive reinforcement that comes with it. You know, I've worked with people who are, who are similar. They, they and not, not that my dad did this purposely, I'm just, it's something that came to mind and we'll get into why sort of this is a big deal for me. Words of affirmation and love languages. But I've worked with people before who operate under a similar mindset, which is that they withhold The praise. You know, they think it makes you stronger in some way to to chase the praise. And once again, we're going to get into some of that. But they withhold it from you. And to an extent, you, you do chase after it and you do go after it. But you're also willing to only go so far before you realize that you're never going to catch it especially as you get older it's like chasing an oasis it's, all of, it's a mirage those words of affirmation are a mirage and you're chasing them because you need them but they're never coming from certain people And so you resent those people. Or you write them off. Or you develop negative feelings towards them because now they're not giving you what you need. And so as I hope that I as I've gone through these love languages, maybe one of these has spoken to you. And once again, I hope afterwards that you do take the test or the quiz and you try to figure out exactly where you're at. Because I do believe that it helps improve relationships. Not just romantic relationships, but all relationships. Because if you know what you need, then you can try and figure out what others need. And the problem, see, the problem with Where we're typically at in not recognizing what the love languages are is that until you can recognize the different types, you don't know what to give. And in turn, somebody else doesn't know what to give to you. Because the only thing then you know what to give is what you receive. But that may not be what somebody else needs. So you may be a receiving gifts love language. That may be your type. You may love to receive those things. But for others, they don't like gifts. They would rather just have quality time together. And so if you're just giving them things all the time, sure, they think it's nice. But that's not really getting at the core of what it is that they need to feel loved, to feel wanted, to feel desired. Listened to, heard, seen, all of it. you know, you may be a touchy feely person physical touch may be it for you but unless you recognize what somebody else needs if you're giving them that that they don't want or that doesn't do it for them that's not helping the situation either you feel me on this you understand where i'm going So it's important to try and recognize what it is that you need and also be able to see within others what they need so that you can give it to them. You know, I'm I'm not saying this is some sort of game changer. But I do think it's important to figure out what it is that you value as well as what other people value, so that you can both bring it to the table. So now why do I bring this up? You know, I said I needed to lay some groundwork, some foundation, because we got a lot of things to discuss in the weeks ahead. You know, this is sort of going to, there's going to be a lot I'm going to unpack a lot. And and much of it revolves around words of affirmation being my love language for me. Because what's my struggle? My struggles with validation. Always has been. Not that it always will be. But I feel it there now. I feel it there now. And why is that a struggle? Because words of affirmation is my love language, that's what I need. And so, so much of it, you know, we talked weeks ago about a struggle for friendship. We'll get into it ahead. Struggle for fitting in, desire to be liked, going out of my way for other people. And why? To try to get this back. Recognition, acceptance, being validated by others. That's my curse. And I know it's there. And I didn't know until recently that this was it. Not that words of affirmation is a bad thing. But when I don't get it. When it's not received. When it's not delivered to me by people who I care about. Or who I am of the understanding are supposed to care about me. Or say they care about me. It becomes a huge problem for me. And a lot of sadness for me rests in that. And when those real lows come in, when you sort of start looking face to face with the depression to a degree. When you do feel unwanted, and you do feel unloved, and you do feel like no one is listening to you, and you really are just seeking and validation from somebody else so that you could feel good about yourself. So that that self-esteem gets a boost from somebody else outside of you telling you how awesome you are For me, that rests with words of affirmation. I'm going to call time this week and leave it there. Like I said, there's a lot for us to discuss moving ahead, and we're going to get into it. You're going to get into my struggles with validation. You're going to get into my tough times in high school, trying to fit in, struggles with self identity. All of it revolves for me around words of affirmation. And what my love language is. And what I really need from other people. That often I don't get. Which creates just lingering problems. For me. And at times. Self-destructive behavior. I hope you take the test. I hope to take the quiz. And figure it out for yourself. Where your love language sits. Once again, let me just give you the website. That's fivelovelanguages.com. It's the number five. Don't spell it all out. So just fivelovelanguages.com. You don't have to pay for the quizzes or like the more detailed ones. Just get your basic ones and that'll curve. That'll give you some layout, but it'll help you. It'll help you figure out who you are and what you need, as well as what else is out there. And if you are, if you do have a romantic partner, Boyfriend, girlfriend, you're married, whatever. Your significant other, your partner, your spouse, family members. You should be able to recognize or start to at least as you become more aware what the other people in your life around you also need so that you can try to give them the love that they need as well as communicate to them what you need back from them. Okay, like I said, uh, we're going to call time on that. We'll get into some more stuff next week. Man, we're going to go deep. I can feel it. I just, I can feel it. So, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. All right. If you need to send me an email, go ahead and do so. Gettingoldquicklypod at gmail.com questions comments feedback you want to tell me any part of your story as well you put in an email i'll read it it gets all right in front of my eyes and i'll check it all out so getting old quickly at gmail.com that email address is open all the time for you to uh use it as required um look the podcast you're already listening to it but if you want to make it easier for yourself just subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, so many others. Just subscribe to it. Podcast drops every single Monday. So instead of chasing the episode every single week, just let it be delivered right to you so that you don't have to go looking for it. Trust me, it makes it a million times easier for you. So subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, rate the podcast. So if I've earned five stars for this effort, I'm going to take it. And I'll be grateful for all five of those stars. They help get the podcast out and spread the word. So uh, go ahead and do that. And if you have a couple moments just to jot down some words, let people know what you thought about the podcast, why you dig it and why you think they might dig it, review it as well. So subscribe, rate and review. That's the trifecta that I always ask of you. So if you could put in any of that, I am grateful. Also share the podcast. Okay. On your social media, tweet about it, share it on Facebook, Instagram it, whatever. Get it out there, help spread the word, word of mouth. It's key for us to reach more and more people, especially if you're picking up what I'm putting down every week. So make sure you take care of that for us, please, as well. I greatly appreciate it. You can find us on all the social media, Twitter, at Getting Old Quick. On Facebook, facebook.com slash getting old quickly, and on Instagram at getting old quickly. Make sure you follow all those accounts. We drop some periodic things throughout the week there, usually themed with what we talked about on any given week. So just keep an eye out for any of those if you want to follow those on the social media. Other than that, I think it's time to send you on your way. I hope you have a good week, and I'll see you back here next. Until then, I'm Billy Donnelly. Actually, it's not even until then. I'm always then. Until then, when I see you back here next week, I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. Just remember, getting old doesn't suck. It just kind of happens.